This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Friday, July 31st, 2020. On this day in 30 BCE, 53-year-old Mark Antony defended Egypt against Rome in the bloody Battle of Alexandria. It was a strange job for a man once hailed as a great leader of the Roman Empire, but Antony's love for the Egyptian queen, Cleopatra, had led him to question his loyalties. His actions had fatal consequences. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today, we're covering the war that led to the death of Mark Antony. Let's go back to July 31st, 30 BCE, to Alexandria, the capital of the Egyptian Empire. Fifty-three-year-old Mark Antony and his army raced to the outskirts of the bustling city of Alexandria. Antony was determined to beat back Roman forces before they stormed the city, even though the army he was about to fight was once his own. Earlier in life, Antony was a close friend of Roman leader Julius Caesar until Caesar's assassination in 44 BCE. Antony then became one of three new Roman co-leaders. The second was Lepidus, a statesman of Caesar's Rome. The third was Caesar's teenage great-nephew, Octavian, who would become Antony's mortal enemy. Octavian wasn't a warrior like Antony, but he was a cunning politician. After Antony's Roman wife died, Octavian arranged a marriage between his sister Octavia and Antony in 40 BCE. It was an effort to keep him in line, as Octavian was deeply concerned about Antony's affair with the foreign queen, Cleopatra. Antony and Cleopatra had a notoriously passionate fling, and by 40 BCE, Antony spent most of his time in Egypt instead of in Rome. Antony having a mistress wasn't a scandal in itself, but Cleopatra posed a unique problem for Octavian. She was once his uncle Caesar's mistress and very possibly had a child with him. That child had a claim to the Roman throne, as did the two sons Cleopatra had with Antony. By 32 BCE, Octavian declared war against Cleopatra, and Antony sided with her. She was the world's most powerful woman, and together they could easily beat Octavian and rule the Mediterranean. Or so Antony thought. Octavian's forces were stronger than expected, and by 30 BCE, Antony and Cleopatra were holed up in her Egyptian palace, waiting for the inevitable. They fought often, 
drank heavily, and even considered betraying each other and allying with Octavian if it meant they would survive. But Octavian had no interest in a secret truce. He took his massive army on a journey across the sea to Egypt, and on July 31st, he arrived outside the gates of Alexandria. The battle was on. Antony and Octavian's men clashed ferociously in the summer heat, but for once, Antony had a little luck on his side. Octavian's men had made the long journey towards Alexandria all summer, conquering Cleopatra's coastal territories as they went. By the time they got to the capital, the hot days and bloody skirmishes had taken their toll. Octavian had lost many of his men, and the survivors no longer fought with the same vigor. Antony's troops, meanwhile, had the advantage of fighting on their home turf. Accounts suggest that thousands of soldiers from both sides lost their lives that day, but Antony's men managed to drive Octavian's army back to its camp. That evening, a cocky Mark Antony strode into Cleopatra's palace with the swagger of a champion. Though he was dusty and sweaty from battle, the first thing he did was kiss Cleopatra and call for a wine-drenched celebration. While his men drank, Antony had a messenger deliver a proposal to Octavian. Antony challenged Octavian to a one-on-one -on -one duel to decide the war's victor. It would put a quick, honorable end to all the bloodshed, an end Antony felt confident would be in his favor. Octavian, he knew, was more of a thinker than a fighter. However, Octavian was aware of his limitations too. He responded with a prompt refusal, and he added a threat. There were a multitude of ways in which Antony could die. Octavian's response was one of a few developments that shattered the triumphant veneer of Antony's victory. Late on July 31st, Antony learned that some of his soldiers had defected to Octavian's side. Despite their recent win, they felt that Octavian's ultimate victory was inevitable, and they wanted to be on the right side of history. The night also brought news that Octavian's forces intended to attack again, this time by sailing into Alexandria's harbor. Antony urged his remaining loyal soldiers to have one last drink. The next day's battle would be a bloody one. Up next, Antony plans a last-ditch effort to save Alexandria and suffers a heartbreaking betrayal. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now, back to the story. On July 31st of 30 BCE, 53-year-old Mark Antony pushed back Rome's army from the gates of Alexandria. He celebrated with his lover, the Egyptian queen Cleopatra. But the celebrations wouldn't last long. 
Roman leader Octavian planned to attack again the next morning. In the early hours of August 1st, Mark Antony waited on the shores of Alexandria and watched as his fleet sailed out to face Octavian's warships. Antony was a ruthless warrior, and Cleopatra's army built powerful ships, so they stood a real chance of winning. But then something horrifying happened. Mark Antony could scarcely believe his eyes when his fleet raised their oars in a sign of surrender to Octavian. His men had just betrayed him, which meant Alexandria was doomed. As soon as the Romans docked in the port, they would be able to storm the gates and conquer the city. And kill its leaders. Antony had very little time left, and he knew he wished to spend it at Cleopatra's side. Antony returned to Cleopatra's palace and demanded to know the queen's location. That's when a messenger arrived to break the terrible news. Cleopatra had died by suicide. Antony's army had betrayed him, and his lover was dead. He had nothing left. So he decided to join Cleopatra in the afterlife. He ordered his loyal guard, Eros, to stab him in the stomach. In ancient Rome, falling on your own sword to evade defeat was an honorable act. But Eros could not bear to kill his commander, so Eros stabbed himself instead. A bewildered and desperate Antony realized he'd have to do this on his own. He gripped his sword and plunged it into his ribs, failing to pierce his heart. Antony bled out onto the palace floor, but was still conscious when a few of Cleopatra's servants were said to have found him. They delivered stunning news. Cleopatra was still alive. Earlier news of her death was a lie, and some believe it was one told by Cleopatra herself. Her critics believe it was because she struck a deal with Octavian and needed Antony out of the picture. Her champions insisted that she hoped Antony would escape and save himself if he had nothing left to fight for. Either way, for a dying Mark Antony, it didn't matter. He loved Cleopatra, and he wanted to spend his final moments by her side. Mark Antony died in his lover's arms on August 1st, 30 BCE. Several days later, Cleopatra actually did die by suicide to avoid Octavian's wrath. Antony and Cleopatra's deaths were the tragic conclusion to an epic romance. But there are questions about the story's validity. Some historians believe the lovers were actually murdered by Octavian's forces. Antony's men did betray him, and one theory is that a deserter killed him to curry favor with Octavian. Similarly, Greek and Roman historians were responsible for popularizing the idea that Cleopatra died by suicide while Octavian held her captive. It's not inconceivable that Octavian took her out instead, which would make Antony and Cleopatra's deaths two of history's most famous unsolved murders. Regardless of how it happened, there's no doubt that the Battle of Alexandria and Mark Antony's ensuing death changed the world forever. 
Octavian conquered Egypt, renamed himself Augustus, and became the first true emperor of Rome. If Antony and Cleopatra had survived, the history of Rome and the world might have played out quite differently. We'll never know what that world would have looked like, but history will always remember how hard Mark Antony fought to make it a reality. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. For more stories about the political machinations and epic love affairs of ancient Rome, check out ParCast original, Famous Fates. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free, from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Joshua Kern. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Amin Osman, with writing assistance by Nora Battelle. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 